Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Hello, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. How you doing today? I am doing great. New week. New it podcast is. episodes. I'm excited. Hey, yeah, absolutely. And a new psalm. I think we're going to talk about prayer today. How about yeah, that? Let's talk about prayer. Right. I'd love to talk about prayer. Psalm 4. Okay. English Standard Version. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. So as we begin reading this, I notice in my Bible there's a superscription that goes along with this, the heading that this is attributed to David, a psalm of David, and that um, our last podcast we were spending some time talking about Psalm 3 and talking about the challenges that David had on the run from Absalom, uh, again crying out to the Lord in those dire circumstances. Um, here we see that uh, he comes to the Lord and is confident that the Lord Here's his prayer. It brings him peace. There are a lot of people, Andrew, that believe these two psalms actually go together. Like a pair of psalms? Like a pair of psalms. (laughs) (laughs) No, that they are complementary. Well, the Psalm 3 is clearly a morning prayer. Mm -hmm. This is clearly an evening prayer. This is a bedtime prayer, if you will. So Psalm 3 talks about, I went to sleep, I woke up. Okay. And now I'm worshiping and praising because God sustained me. So Psalm 3 is written for that. I've been through the night. Mm-hmm. I've made it through the night. Mm-hmm. Now I'm giving thanks to God and honoring him for sustaining me. Whereas Psalm 4 is that bedtime prayer as he's contrasting the ones that he's saying, look, just, okay, I get it. Be angry, but don't sin. Ponder. Ponder silently. Meditate in your beds. Mm-hmm. And but but by the end of this psalm, it's I'm going to lay down and I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So here's the one who's going to bed, and so you you seem to have maybe this pair of psalms that do go together. And so some even suggest that this was written at the same time, even though it doesn't tell us that is probably also at the time of Absalom's rebellion. I think maybe coming to that conclusion is probably more than we can stretch out mm-hmm. of seeing this. Mm-hmm. But I certainly do see this. This parallel of prayers, one being in the morning and one being in the evening, and both of them having to do with that idea of the Lord sustaining through the night. Yeah, and having peace. Um, What a beautiful connection we can make between prayer and peace with God. One of the problems I think that I've had, probably with either one of these psalms, Mm -hmm. is that night does not represent danger for me. You mean in general, or are you you talking about metaphorically here? No, in general. For oh, me, in oh, my life, night does not represent danger. There's there's oh. very little. I, I don't well, you go- must have lived in nice neighborhoods. <laughs> 
Well, I have. I yeah, have. Yeah. You know, I I have not gone to bed. I mean, okay, there have been a couple of times where something happened, and so I was kind of freaked out at night and scared about what might happen. Um, uh, Trina actually gave me some great wisdom. Uh, she she actually told me. She said, "Dad, you're not really afraid of being alone in the dark, are you?" You're actually afraid that you're not alone in the dark. <laughs> so you check under the bed for the monsters and yeah. in the closet. But but nighttime has not represented danger for me. I've never gone to bed worried that the Vikings are going to raid my village tonight. Right, right. I, I've never gone to bed worried that bandits will come through the town. I'm not saying that I, I've never had those fears that maybe somebody might break into my house. But but even then, that's that's exceptional for me. Yeah. Going to bed is just the thing I get to do because, hey, I'm tired and now I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to go to sleep and I'm not worried about it. It's not it's not like I've had just amazing faith that has prompted that or faith. It's not faith in God's protection. I've just not felt very in danger at night. Well, on the whole, I'd have to agree with you. I know for me that uh, the the impending storms, hurricanes coming, those have been some of the longest nights for me. Sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm mindful that just uh, a couple of weeks ago there was another terrible hurricane that came through in the middle of the night. You know, for those folks in Port Arthur, Texas and, and uh, uh, Louisiana. Uh, and, and on the whole, you know, I think I've been very blessed to be in, in neighborhoods with a, a lot of safety. Again, until the events of recent months, I think probably most Americans would say that. And now there's some people that th- there are some scary things happening at night. Well, even with the hurricanes, though, with the technology we have now, we know those are coming. Yeah, that's we're, right. You know, we're not shocked when when a hurricane hits us. Now, yeah. I've been in I've been in parts of the country where tornadoes are the thing. Yeah, and you you don't know that those are happening. No, but even when I've lived, I lived in Tornado Alley. I've lived uh, there were tornadoes up in Wichita, Kansas, and we had some real doozies. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was living in Northeast Arkansas as a teenager, you know there there would be tornadoes there, but I didn't go to bed. Is tonight going to be the? I, I'm worried. Is tonight going to be the night of a tornado and I'm going to die? You know, that that's not again, and I don't think that's oh, I've had great faith in the Lord to protect me. It's that I just haven't felt that was dangerous. Okay. Okay, now we're we're spending a lot of time talking about that, but that's important because what we have when this psalm was written is nighttime was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely it was. And of course if this was written during the time of Absalom, then we do have a specific danger that David is facing. But for most of human history, nighttime was dangerous. Mm-hmm. You your your village could get raided by bandits. Yeah. And Vikings could hit the shore and Large animals that hunt at night. Large animals that come in and hunt at night. And all of these things happen at night. And, of course, you get into the night air and you get sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things today. Again, I get sick. What do I do? I go to the doctor. I take some antibiotics. And typically I'm going to be okay. But but you had, at, 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 during this time, you got sick with what today we would call, oh, that's a common cold or, oh, that's the flu. And most, you know, there are very few people die because of that ancient times those little things could happen and that could be a death sentence i mean yeah, yeah. so so we live in this time of safety and i'm bringing all of that around to say i wonder if that's why i often struggle with maintaining prayer habits i see i don't feel the danger and because i don't feel the danger i don't feel the need to turn to god for protection and, and care and concern and 
so I, so I'm not feeling that today. And so, you know, okay. So if prayer gets put off till tomorrow, mm-hmm. that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think that may be part well, of the problem? Uh, that's an interesting thought. Um, so one of the reasons that handicaps our prayer life or we don't continue a habit like like we would want is uh, we're not feeling the need to call out for something, ask for something. Um, you know, the, also, there may be a, a little bit of a streak of uh, selfishness in us. I mean, when we think about counting blessings, um, that's about a word of thanksgiving and appreciation for all, what all God has done to get us through the day to this night. Um and so, you know, maybe we're not thankful like we ought to be. Mm. Mm. Not recognizing how much of what I have is from the Lord. Yeah. As opposed to I have a job and I managed my money and I I worked and I kept it together. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So you got God relieving him in his hour of distress, and yet he still asked for mercy and asked for his prayer to be heard uh, in verse 1. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the psalm, uh, I will lie down in peace, and I will sleep. You alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety, verse 8. Um, so maybe you're right. Maybe it is more about a recognition that the Lord is my refuge, the Lord is my protection, and that's what gives us the peace to sleep. I'm trying to think, is it Psalm 120? Yeah, Psalm 127. I'll go ahead and bring this up because we're not going to get to 127 this year. That may be some year down the road if the podcast <laughs> continues on. Uh, I, it just it just hit me. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake, stays awake in, in vain. vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Yeah. Uh, the, King, the New King James there may say he gives... Um, I mean, let's see here. The ESV says he gives to his beloved sleep. I think the New King James or some of the other translations say he gives to his beloved in their sleep. Mm. Either way, it's that idea of I'm not taking care of all of this myself. Right. Even why I go to sleep, God gives me and affords me the opportunity to rest rather than I have to be working 24 hours a day to, to survive. It's because the Lord is caring for me and taking care of me. I get back to I, – I don't want our world to get back into the dangerous place that it once was. And I, you know what? No. I think there are probably places in the world that – not probably. That, no, that there, there absolutely are places are, in yeah. the world that are that dangerous still. And I don't want to get back to that. But I do want to recognize my need for God. Absolutely. And not to mistake that God is the refuge and God gives the peace and not say, well, I can sleep well tonight because, you know, this person is the leader of the country or because I have this much money in the bank or I live know, in a gated community. Uh, yeah, I've I have got a good security system. Yeah, got, I set my alarm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, there's a lot, I guess, a lot of different places we look for peace. Mm-hmm. We want them to offer provide peace and they do but what we can't miss is that ultimately the peace the rest comes from god Mm. and i need to be asking for that i need to be seeking it and i need to give the credit Uh uh-huh and so we're we're back to the idea of praying anyway and thanksgiving before we wrap up here just just tell me a few things we see in psalm 3 a morning prayer we see in Psalm 4 an evening prayer. Yeah. Give me some advice for just maintaining a prayer habit. Well, you know, great question. Um, I guess when I think about that, I, I go back to my own childhood, very blessed to be raised by Christian parents. And 
my lessons about prayer were very much we say our prayers when we go to bed. And uh, I remember that being a, uh, a, a habit or ritual for the family that we would all gather in either my bedroom or my brother's bedroom and we would say our prayers, we would get tucked in. And, and my folks were really good about it. We always had prayer when we had meals together also. But, you know, if, if no other day, we were always, no other time of the day, every night, we would end together in the same room and we would have prayer. And that's something that my wife and I have tried to do with, with my kids also. Um, and so there's something very um, special to me that I associate with peace and comfort and love. And that's saying prayers of an evening. And I think that that was a special time of, of sharing for my family, but also as a family committing to God and a faith and a trust in God that's, that's really gone with me. And so I, I, uh, I, I'm thankful to my parents for really beginning and instilling in me a habit of, of about prayer at night. Awesome. I'd love to hear from anybody who's listening to our conversation right now about what has helped you with prayer habits. We'd love to be able to share that. We're going through the Psalms. We're going to be doing that for for a year, I, this idea of praying and praying regularly and consistently is going to come up again. I'd love to hear advice from anyone about prayer habits, maintaining them, growing them, starting them, getting back to them. Mm. Email us at texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. You can find that in our show notes. Let's go ahead and wrap up with a prayer right now. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you that we could read this psalm for together and the time that you've given us to consider it. And certainly, Father, we are seeing here the lessons about prayer as David is teaching us about the confidence to have in prayer and to understand, Lord, that we are people who wrestle many times with stress and fear, a lack of peace. But, Father, you provide that security and peace that allows us to sleep at night. What a gift that is as you refresh us and rejuvenate that each night. Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you for Jesus who died for us and rose again. And we pray, Father, your blessings upon the podcast this week that all of us might grow in our prayer life and devotion to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day.